Top three gaps of driving on a property. Driving on the property. So this is who? Semis, contractors, visitors, vendors, anything that comes through the gate in a vehicle. Got it. All right. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, top three driving on security gaps or threats. This is Joe yeah. and Jen. Joe Alan and Jen Safety. of Allen Safety, yep. And last week's episode why, was about- Why are we even talking about this? Because- We see uh, it everywhere. Every week, so- Every week we're in a plant. Super fast background. We've been doing this for almost 25 years, and we're in a new plant about every single week of the year, except for holidays. So uh, the last 20 some odd years, we've been seeing security stuff and working with people on it, and that's why we're, we're talking about it, because it's just one of those daily parts of life that- Always working with security. So this is a Sunday. And, Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. So we are wearing Kansas City Chiefs uh, because Jen grew up in Missouri. So good years and yep. maybe not so good years, but she's enjoying I'm not, it. Now. Yeah, I'm not bandwagoning you guys. All right. So here we go. <laughs> this is just my Sunday attire. All. all right. So uh, top three driving on. So last week was about walking on. If you go listen to that episode, this week's about driving on. Now, what what we do for a living is watch process find gaps, educate people. So people will go to our website and say, well, look at all the different training you do. Yes, but part of our jobs is to evaluate systems. So we do like system evaluations. The driving on evaluation is one of the biggest things we see across the country because we get so caught up and there's so much traffic driving on or so many people during different times of day. Well, yeah, I mean, it's truck. Traffic. It's biosecurity yeah. for my farm side. Five trucks backed up, and everybody, everybody's got to get to backed work. Up, yeah, backed up down the road yeah. and causing. But, but I'm watching all the employees walk in, so I got to manage those. But now I've got the truckers aggravated. The cycle starts, yeah. so that's why we're doing top three day. Yeah. All, all right, right. So the first one is driving on is training. How did we train the manager? And how do we? How do we even educate truckers who have never been there or contractors that these are the protocols, or maybe they need to go park over here first. Well, Before they come to the guard shack, not just line up, block everybody's lanes. Blo- yeah, block all the way down the road, and, and now people can't even get into the parking lot and turn in that are employees there because the traffic. Yes, I've been I can't even get oh, across railroad tracks. There's so many semis backed up. Yep. you can't make a cross. So, okay, yep. I still got to so get. How to work. are we communicating in some way of where they should go, how they should go, what okay. that path of With travel signage, should be? Yep. Yeah, all truckers go to the right. Truckers don't park farther than here. Well, and a lot of times we've got some kind of sheet that we'll have visitors and vendors and contractors and stuff sign when we have them come on site. Are we doing that for, co- you know, the truck drivers or right. are we not? Like, what is that process Are we saying here's your like? assembly points? Are we saying there's different protocols you can or can't follow? We'll talk about here in a second. But but it's about how yeah. do we manage these different influxes that are driving on one yep. time. Yep. All right. So one of them is, is that you're going to look at what's in there. So you need training yeah, on how to manage vehicle, it and training what you're going to look at. inspections really triggers people for whatever the reason. But that, yeah, I mean, you ha- you can't just be like, well, what are we checking every vehicle, one every five vehicles? No, none. I mean, what does that process look like so that people don't feel targeted for one? But also when you go through, like, what are you looking for and, and how far do you take it? Right. So a uh, quick legal disclaimer. Nope. Oh, yep. Sorry. Don't just apply this willy-nilly. Yeah, you <laughs> you got to do a risk assessment. Yes. Yeah. So you got to evaluate and you got to look at what you're doing and see if it makes sense. Or a risk assessment based on what you're 
specific circumstances. Because the, the moment go. that you walk up, you search a vehicle different than just searching a bag with employee because there's a lot more stuff that can be in there. Well, and that's usually people kind of feel like that's my personal domain. And right. I'm going to tell you why. And Some it, people sleep in them. Yeah, the truckers and stuff or, you know, whatever. Here's why I feel that way. As a vendor and a trainer, don't love the idea people going through my suitcase, which is a lot of times in my trunk. Because it's the last day I'm there. Because it it's the be. last day I'm there and I'm traveling home, maybe that I'm getting ready to fly out or whatever. And we have had locations, several, where I don't know if the security guard was like, I'm just trying to show I'm doing a good job or, or what was going on there. I kind of think that that's probably what it was. But it's still a weird moment when some random stranger Takes my in front of in my place of employment up. and is going through all of my personal things in front of all the other in front of all the in. other managers and the folks I'm yeah. training or working with. I mean, that's that's still there's a weird H- moment. There's HR rules, guys. <laughs> Here's the word, and that's what happens. So when you when you if you don't do the training correctly of your employees, you put him, you, don't, you, you put, put him in a weird spot. You've got to give them like here's the parameters, and then like here's your stop point. You want to be yeah. sure that they know like and it's got don't be, take it too far. It's got to be printed. Yeah, it's got to be trained on. Yep, it's got to be a policy. And it's got to be, and it's gotta be my a, policy. It's got to be evaluated. Yeah. What happened to me sometimes is I will find out it's a three a.m. or four a.m. and the manager only gets there at six in the morning. They've never evaluated. How third shift really does the search. You still have yeah. to evaluate it. Yeah. So, and that can be through camera systems. That can be through Just other people doing yeah, spot coming, checks. Coming in on yeah. an off shift. Or it can be like when I'm on site, you say, okay, Joe, when you're there, tell me what you see because we're spot checking. What the was your experience? System. Because as a manager, if you are managing this as, you know, I'm in charge of this as we have internal security, as opposed to I'm a manager and this is external, they're still going to know you. Correct. So they're going to answer a certain way potentially. And you're not sure if that's people's experiences or not their experiences. And it could also be based on the shift you ask. Absolutely. And the person you ask and their experience and tenure. I would want to know the person on third shift that's the newest because they're still trying to learn. Trying to learn. A lot of times they get they get by default third shift because yep. they are the newest. Yeah, they have to work before they get on days. Yep. All right. So now what we're looking for. So training is the managers, change your team. That's one gap. Yep. This one is now what to search for. Now the other thing is now you're searching this vehicle. Um, what are you really going to go through? Because if you are going through this vehicle, probably yeah, like are you going be, through? Are you going to make everybody? Are you going to make everybody climb out of it first? Are you going through the glove box? Like, oh, oh. yeah. What are you underneath gonna, the what seat? What are you really going to touch and really going? You got to be yeah. very defined because it, it starts freaking people out. Yeah. And and if you're going to make people, well, and honestly, like it, it could potentially put your security personnel at risk if they're just like reaching under a seat because you know, you don't know what's under there. Right. So the <laughs> so the the other part that happens to this is guns and weapons policies. Yep. So you will say that there's no weapons on the property. So what'll happen is you're the guard. You look in there. And you see a knife, or you see a a golf club, or you see a Baseball bat, bat, because that's what they do on the weekends. They're on the road. I carry stuff sometimes. Tru- I carry fishing rods when I'm when I'm gonna fish that yeah. week. You carry random stuff. Well, like if you're a trucker, you may be living in that truck. I mean, that, that's right. so what some of the cabs are for. So yeah, you carry the stuff with you yeah. because you get bored. Yeah. So at that, I know moment, what that's like being on the road. You know. So at that moment, you are not under the weapons policy. In the, no. With respect now. You, you pull that item out, start being and, weird and swinging around. Now yeah. it's the weapon. So, where yeah. would that happen? That would happen when the guard would actually say, 
yes, it looks fine, but now they have to do rounds in a few minutes. Yeah, here's here's and, my scenario in my head. We got backed up shipping a shorthanded today or whatever shorthanded right. today. People and they're waiting in, forever to do whatever they need to do. Unload, load, whatever. Right. So there's wasting time. They're waiting, 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 waiting. waiting. And they're bored. And, and they're they, aggravated. Yep, they're aggravated because they got to get going. Yep. And then security walks around. The, the, the truck Maybe they're out, out there practicing their golf swing. I don't know yeah, what they're doing you, for five you, hours. But th that at that moment could change. <laughs> and that at that moment could be a problem. So it sorry, could, it's it, ragweed season. I apologize. But uh, that that at that moment could change that threat to that security person. So well, yeah, three I mean, hours ago it was not a weapon, and now it's a weapon because they're aggravated with the guard and they can't say anything to shipping, so that it just becomes a conflict issue. It's nighttime. I've been here forever. I'm waiting. We got a dog. We got a kid. So the third one's going to be the gap we find is dogs and people. Yep. Uh, we all say on the properties, no one under 18 for these rules, whatever. But I will tell you, during the pandemic and most holidays, I see kids in trucks, vehicles all the time. Summertime. I see even in contractor vehicles. We'll Summertime. just be setting in the vehicle. By the, or a vendor, they'll come for an hour to do a site visit, and you'll see the kids sitting in the vehicle, and you're like, well, Yeah, no ride along, here. or we didn't have anybody to watch them today. I mean, stuff happens. I get and, that. And people but will how say, are you going to manage that, right. though? And here's what, here's what I want everybody to know. We're not, we're not talking about just managing if they have to go to the restroom, because that's real. It's yeah. also about if you have a plan of evacuation. Well, it's that's my biggest concern. Point. It's that's about bad concern. weather outside. Yep. You still have to manage these people, and that's different rules than just normally your, your employees. I love dogs. You know, in my world, presents a different risk during an evacuation if you don't have a leash for your pet. Correct. Yeah. So, so you've so just got to think through, like, worst case scenario, all the things came together and created a bad situation. How are we going to manage that? Let's get a policy out there. Let's be, Correct. That's you know, not, that's proactive not be and advertise it with some signage and some paperwork. It's, that's not going to be EAP evacuation symbol dogs here. That's, mm. that's security protocols and what we can and can't do with the dog. So some people yep. will hand out a sheet that tells the rules when you first pull in uh, that tells you, you know. And you got to decide even at security, are we logging passengers? Right. Are we, you know, if you've got significant others or brothers Three or sisters or children yes. or what, are we writing those people's names down just so that, because part of it is tracking for an evacuation or something. Correct. So the, so the first, number one is training. Number two is what do we actually look for and how we're going to manage them. And number three is these random things. It's the yep. dogs. It's extra people. All the stuff that we that, say we we um, don't allow this, but we know circumstances come up. It just it if just you have has an, to. If you have an ammonia leak for four hours, no one's going to leave their dog in the truck and no. evacuate. No. You're going to no. take their dog with them. And if no. you send a kid outside, you can't have a kid stand outside for four hours when it's 30 degrees. But everything they own is inside the semi. Yeah. So, so from a security threat, you talk about violence. Winter in workplace, vacation. Yeah, you, you will see people stress over that and get aggravated about it. So it's just it's figuring out how that's going to be managed, knowing that those things happen. How are you going to address it on the front end and then communicate that? Absolutely. So, uh, by the way, for those watching YouTube, I have the product placement here. Love I'm that. Supposed to be doing that. The Love that for team. you. By the yep. way, if you do go to any of our training, you do get a free T-shirt or hat. You get to pick it, and the reason we do is because it's just nice. You can see what we have over on our merch page if you want. Yeah, um, Alan Safen or dash safety.com. And if you yeah. need more information, we'll get ready to close out here. If you need more information, go to our coaching website and give us more details about different subjects, including yep. uh, current and past. Yep. So a lot of people always want to ask us questions. And we, that's something that we, we honor 65, one year of consult for anybody we train in person. 
We also offer that with the coaching site via email. So if you've got specific application questions and you and you want some detailed guidance on how to work through that, that's included along with all of the different 18 different modules and over 100 videos on that site with detailed information on this stuff. Yep. So what we do is you take these different opportunities, you evaluate your systems. Yep. You find out where your gaps are and you don't make the list. It's not a list because tomorrow it's going to happen again. We're trying to figure out where are we at and then where do we want to go from here? And and, and time. Yeah. So to close with this episode, time is the biggest thing I think it happens with driving on. Yeah. I think that people get flustered when all the people walk. They're getting bogged down. And there's five truckers. I think the shipping person is aggravated because they're trying to get the trucks out and security won't let them out because they're trying to sign the one in. I think some plants, they want the security to do the check on the back of the trailer and make sure it's sealed. And if you do that, that takes more time. I think if the person's going to do rounds, how do we account for them and where they at? So this training. Yeah, the working alone part of that, just alone, I could do an entire episode. episode Just on working alone. (laughs) So so this driving own factor, we just saying top three, but there's, there's could be. 15 to 20 different variables that are yep. risk from a security side. Yeah, because now you got people driving all over the property and a security person, maybe we're in a vest, maybe not. Maybe it's dark, maybe That's it's not. Correct. Maybe they got a radio, maybe they don't. That's so you got, walking around, you gotta, let's so, not so, mow them down. So you got to evaluate all these systems yep. and look at what we're doing. So work on your training, work on what you're looking for to not have the conflicts, to do, yep. do the idea of the security, but not the conflict. Yep. And then when you do find these items, have a plan on how you're really going to manage How are we going to manage through that conflict? To not put a threat to the person who identified it or the yep. circumstance is going to come They're just it. trying to make sure everybody follows the policy. You That's know? correct. So let's give them the tools to make sure that they're still staying safe while trying to enforce that policy. Absolutely. So that's it. Top three. Training. Top three. Looking for. Do when you find the crazies. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Safe, Efficient, Profitable, a worker safety podcast. If you're looking for more in-depth discussions or step-by-step solutions on all of the different safety and regulatory topics, please visit us at www.allensafetycoaching.com for web-based virtual coaching and training or at www.allen-safety.com to book our team for on-site services, training sessions, to order merchandise, to learn more about our team and what services we provide in the field, or just simply to request a topic for us to cover on our next podcast. If you found today's podcast helpful and would like to support our podcast further, please help us by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with anyone that could benefit from the information we cover here as that helps us to continue to put out this free content. Thank you so much for your support.